Hey podcast, welcome back to this is the second part of a social media training we've been doing. So in the first part, if you haven't checked it out yet, I'll drop the link below. In the first part, we talked about the creative side of social media and we talked about for your gym, the main platforms you want to be posting on, which is uh, Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. We talked about how to quickly make uh, dozens of pieces of content every day and how to get it repurposed. And uh, we also then talked about some some types of posts you could be making, how to get different forms of engagement. What I also said was then that the next part of this is going to be about your outreach strategy. So social media is not just about making posts and talking at your audience. You want to be going out there and taking advantage of the opportunity to connect with so many people, prospects, potential partners, whatever it might be. And engage on their content and talk with them and build up that network, so to speak. And when you do that, then a lot more people are gonna reciprocate and come back and see what you're posting about. So, to help you out with this today, uh, I've got with me Marta Moya, who is uh, a specialist, mostly on Instagram, but really, you know, these strategies work across any social media platform. And she helps um, a lot of big influencers and, and brands on Instagram to double or triple their engagement and their reach just by doing this kind of thing. Basics that anyone can do if they put the time and energy uh, into it in an efficient way. So, hey Marta, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me here. Great. So, we are going to probably talk mostly about Instagram since that's the domain you mostly work in. Mm-hmm. And again, remember that everyone can apply these strategies to any platform basically, but we'll probably use Instagram in terms of examples and things since you know it best. Great. So we're talking about gym owners right now. We've talked about types of content they can make on their newsfeed or in their Instagram stories or on Facebook or whatever. When it comes to then the part I've learned a lot from you about, which is then going out there and actually engaging, um, what is what is all that about? Why do we do that and, and what do we mean by that exactly? Well, um, the thing is that the main thing about engagement is also because of the algorithm. So especially on Instagram, you also need to reach out to people. And especially if you are a gym owner, you also want to look for prospects. So how can you apply that on Instagram? It's actually, as you said, very basic. And uh, for example, what I do when I work on my clients' accounts, it's just like uh, every time that I'm going to publish a post, what I do 30 minutes before, I either go and engage with, uh, with every single hashtag that I'm going to use in the post. So let's say that I'm going to use five to 10 uh, super targeted uh, hashtags for that post. I will go to the post and you will have two options. You can engage with the, uh, the top uh, images that you will find there or you can go to the most uh, recent ones. So I just go there and very quickly, I either like and comment, or maybe I just like the picture. If uh, you think that that is a, that is a, p- a possible uh, prospect, then what I do is like I leave a meaningful uh, comment and then I actually say at the end, check uh, your DMs. And what I do is that then I message them, just uh, saying anything related to what I offer or how I could uh, help them. So what uh, what you could do is uh, just mention something about, hey, um, have, are you um, have you joined any gym? 
now or something like that. So that's how you kind of start a conversation with them. Um, so that's what I do for, let's say, for about. Uh, so how how do we like how do we find these hashtags and like what's an example of one you might want to do? Like where do we actually? Is it like follow the hashtag? Where, where do you actually? How do you do that? So, um, what kind of ha uh, hashtags you should be using? If you are a gym owner, the most um, useful ones that you are going to use are location-based. So, let's say that you have the gym in London. So, you would be looking for something like uh, London Fitness, or uh, maybe you can actually go to the location. Like, um, I'm not talking about the hashtag right now, I'm talking about when you look for, let's say, London, you can go to the location and then uh, you can find other accounts there but let's focus on the hashtags so you would be using something uh, with the keyword of uh, your location and then something related to your niche which in this case is going to be gym or um, fitness or personal training yes exactly something like that and how do they find when you say follow the hashtag how do they do that on, in, on Instagram, where oh. do we where do we do that? Yeah, exactly? just go to the to the look, you know, to search for something. Search the explore. Yeah, bit, yeah. Yes, exactly in the explore page, and uh, either you can start with the hashtag signed, and then write down the the hashtag that you are going to use with the keywords, or you can just uh, put the uh, the hashtag without the the sign, mm -hmm. and then go to the hashtag tab. But the hashtag without the hashtag sign, you mean? Yes. Sign, yeah. So what people, what a lot of gym owners probably don't know, I didn't know, is when you go to the search bar at the bottom of your Instagram and you search for, uh, usually you search for a name of a person or whatever, mm -hmm. but you can actually type in the hashtag, like hashtag London personal trainer. Exactly. You type that into the search bar and then it shows you, hey, you can follow all the posts on this hashtag mm -hmm. and you'll have an option to follow it. Mm -hmm. So anytime that hashtag is used, you get... What it appears in your newsfeed, right? It would appear on your feed. Yeah. yeah. So that's what we mean by like you can search for that hashtag. Yeah. Um, don't just go like scrolling through your feed looking for those posts. Oh no. <laughs> um, you can do that, yeah, and then you'll get, um, you'll see, yeah, the top and the recent posts, and that's how you find exactly. those things. And you recommend doing that for about half an hour. Yes. So how many how many posts would you generally? engage on or how many different people would you engage on in that half an hour on average so let's say that I, I'm normally using let's say an average of seven hashtags I would normally spend about five minutes and I would uh, and I would engage with I would say ten accounts more or less for on each the one hashtag, hashtag. yes ah, so you're doing over half an hour that's for five six seven different hashtags about five minutes each exactly right okay and again let's say that for example you're using um because you know the hashtags that you use they should be related to your niche but they also should be related related to the caption to what you are talking about so let's say that you're talking about um just like a workout or a nutrition plan or something like that if you actually search for nutrition plan it's not going to be like you're not going to have uh, prospects uh, exactly there because they are not in your location yeah. so maybe you don't really want to spend like five or ten minutes uh, engaging there right you um, what I would do is just like go there uh, quickly like uh, let's say ten posts from the recent uh, tab and the reason why we want to do this is because of the algorithm again because then when you actually go and publish your post 
for Instagram is like, okay, this account was engaging with this kind of hashtags before, now it's making a post with those kind of hashtags. Okay, I know exactly which kind of accounts I have to show this post to. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Okay, so you like it, you're, you, you like the post, you might comment on them. Uh-huh. You might send a DM message as well. Yeah. Um, so if again, possible clients. Yeah, yeah. And so, and again, guys, so this will work for any platform as well. Again, we're talking about Instagram here, but you can do the same thing on Facebook. Um, you can search in terms of hashtags or even you can, um, if you also on Facebook, if you just have an audience you know, or, or friends list that you're, you're um, it just helps to go and engage on other people's posts before you then go make your own post because the same algorithm works is that if you've engaged on other people's stuff, uh, you know, then, then when you post something, they're going to be kind of notified and see your stuff in their newsfeed first. So you might not have the same kind of hashtag relevance, which is why Instagram is so powerful because you can, you can find the posts directly attributed to the hashtag. Um, but on Facebook, you can do, go and do the same thing. You know, like if I'm going to make a post to fitness professionals like you guys, I might go and just start commenting and liking on some other, on some personal trainers' profiles and pages first for five, 10 minutes. Then I'll make my post with a fitness business tip and then you guys are more likely to see my post because I came and gave you a bit of love on your posts first. So it's just very re reciprocal. Okay, great. So that's kind of what we do before a post. And then what is the next step then? So you've done that engagement for a post, you've gone and found like five or seven different hashtags, you've done your outreach and commenting. What's the next step then before you make your amazing Instagram or Facebook post? <laughs> so yeah, there are about 30 minutes, you know, you engage with uh, all these uh, potential clients as I like to think. And then you actually go and publish uh, your post. Uh, remember to always um, publish the hashtags in your first comment and not in the caption. And then... Why is that? Why is that a difference? Uh, why is that important to do? It, it is... Um, so it, there is not really like a difference if you actually post it on the captions or in the comments. But I always prefer to do it in the comments, first of all, because the caption is cleaner. And uh, the second reason that I do it is because uh, there is like an, what I call an Instagram hack. And um, what I do is that uh, for the last uh, six posts, I actually leave the hashtags there on the comments, you know. But any other post after uh, my first uh, six posts, I go to the, co to the uh, comment with the hashtags and I delete them. And why do I do that? Because then if I actually use uh, the same hashtag again, for the algorithm is something uh, brand new and then it's not going to uh, block my reach. You know, it's uh, still going to show it to the same people. So Instagram penalizes you if you use the same exact hashtags over and over again too uh, 100%. much. 100%, yes. Okay. And that could be a problem locally because you're not going to have a huge range of exactly. keywords locally either, are you? Exactly. So, So the posts that are older than six posts older on your feed, you then go back and you delete that comment with the hashtags on. Exactly. Okay, but you couldn't. It, it's harder to do that if it's if the hashtags are in the posts. Then it's yeah, because then you will have tougher. to go and edit, yeah, and then yeah, you yeah. will yeah. That's a just good. That's a great hack. Okay. More time, yeah. 
Okay. okay. So then you publish your post, uh, you publish your hashtag, and then um, depending on the kind of engagement that you are already getting, I would uh, reply to every single comment that I get on the post for the next 30 minutes. And let's say that, uh, whatever, you get five comments or maybe you don't get anything for the first five, 10 minutes, rather than just like scrolling through the feed or something like that, I actually go and engage with my current followers. So what I do is like, um, I go to the feed and for, again, for every single follower that is related to what I'm doing, then I actually like and leave a meaningful comment. And here, it doesn't need to be, like, you don't need to pitch anything or you don't need to be like, hey, have you joined any gym or anything like that? You actually just want to engage with them. So whatever um, caption they are leaving, normally they would ask a question or something like that, say something related to that. And why we want to do this is because then, when there is uh, the time when they are actually looking for a gym, if you have been leaving comments to them, then the name of your gym is the one that is going to pop up in their head, right? Cool, yeah. And so, and these are people that have also commented in the past maybe, and so the more when you go and just share, then they're likely just gonna go and check out what you're doing and see exactly. that, oh, they've got a new post, let me give them some love back in return. Mm-hmm. It's basic law of reciprocity again, isn't it? You know, exactly. But we don't, yeah. we look at social media so one-sided Mm-hmm. That's why I, I wanted to do a second part of this podcast because I realized I, I talked about post this, say this, say this, you know, which is great. But then if if you're talking at people on social media, you're not really you're you're not really uh, it's not give and take. You're just doing you're just doing the taking basically. Exactly. Okay. And, um, that's actually another thing that I wanted to mention because it wouldn't really matter if you spend one hour every day engaging with uh, other accounts if then you actually make a post and to be honest like your caption is like shit you know and you don't provide any value or you don't really talk about anything and maybe just like um this is my lunch for today chicken broccoli and rice delicious you know no one is going to leave a comment there so um, engagement is just one side of uh, you know Instagram and all of that the second part is the value that you're going to provide so in the captions you know you always have to uh, give information educate them uh, share what you are doing in your gym share uh, why they would like to join share why your gym is different and then they would be more motivated to actually join your gym and not the one that is just talking about um, yeah, we have an offer here, something like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, then, did you want to mention something about the captions in the post, and, and so what's a good? That that's actually what I meant. Little formula for that. So what's you know that's something I think people struggle with. Instagram is is writing know. an actual text caption to go with the image. Okay, um, so let me mention two things about the captions. Uh, the first one is like how to do it. And by the way, it was just mentioned here that, you know, because uh, Marta is, is doing this for like high level fitness influencers with hundreds of thousands of followers right now. Right. And even though they're the fitness experts with, you know, six pack abs and all the rest of it, when it comes to this kind of thing, Marta is able to take the post they would have made, change up the captions, make some changes to the images, do this engagement things you've been mentioning. 
And then even these influencers who get great, great engagement, they're seeing like three to five X more engagement now. Correct. Because of these little tips and these little refined things. So so just to say that like Marta's doing this for like high level fitness influencers. Mm-hmm. So it can definitely work for, for your local fitness business too. Yeah. Okay, so so what are some things like when you work with the fitness guys, the influencers? What are some things you've done to change or to improve the the caption, the copy that they might have given you or, you know, because they're the fitness people, right? And they come to you and say, talk about this. Yeah. And you're like, okay, but change this, this, and this. So these are obviously universal principles. Uh-huh. What are some elements of a, cap- of a caption that have you found has, has worked quite well then? So the main, main thing is that you need to start your captions with something catchy, right? The first sentence that you write, it has to be something catchy. Why? Because then people are going to find your post on their feed. And what we, what we want is we want them to press that more button. So then they read the full caption. And again, this is like, this is going to give you points for uh, the algorithm. And then as more people do that, then the algorithm is going to show your post to more people. So the first thing is that you have to write like a catchy sentence at the like beginning. Like a headline. Yeah. Like a headline, yeah. So kind of like uh, five uh, workout tips that it are going to help you burn fat fast, right? And then you have to kind of uh, write like a body, um, talking about whatever you are going to talk about in that caption. And then to always increase the engagement, you should um, ask a question at the end. So people are going to leave a comment and again this doesn't need to be something like hyper mega complicated because no one is going to give you like a full answer on um, what is your goal yeah, it's um, better to ask closed questions exactly. rather than open like hey what do you think is the meaning of life is exactly. not it's not as good as maybe <laughs> saying which of the five tips do you think is best one to five post below exactly. yeah, yeah correct <laughs> yeah so uh, that's one thing and the other thing that you should know is that uh, likes don't matter anymore on Instagram what really matters are uh, comments saves and shares so these three things is what you really have to push uh, on your captions and on your stories uh, when you share your your post uh, what I mean in your stories um, every single time uh, just write a sentence saying like save this post for later or save this post for inspiration or save this post when you are going to cook your meal or something like that so certain types of posts will work better that you'd naturally want to save right so what kind of things might you what have you seen work with the fitness guys that Mm -hmm. the posts that are getting saved yeah what what kind of posts would those be so those are many the five tips for something Uh right or uh, workouts, uh, something that is very, very specific. That then, when they are actually in the gym, they actually go and check that post. Yeah, they can utilize it right there. Exactly. So they they actually need to save that information. They are not going to go to your account, find the post, and then read the caption. No, they can create their own collections, and then when they are in the gym, they would actually just go and check it. And what about shares? What what kind of works well? What, what makes a post share worthy? Why would someone want to share a post? So I would say the main ones uh, for that are inspirational posts or motivational posts. Um, is a share the same as tagging someone in a post? If 
you tag someone in the comments? No. Is that a share or? No. Um, so you know, um, on like right below uh, the picture, we have the thing for the heart to like the post. Yeah. Then you can leave the comment, mm -hmm. and then there is the thing for sharing. The triangle. Yeah, it looks yeah. like a plane, paper plane. Or yeah. Like that. <laughs> so that's the share. That's what I mean by sharing. And uh, people do that when they actually uh, press that, and then they will share your post to their stories. Right, yeah, so sharing stories, okay. Yeah. And so, okay, so, yeah, what kind of things then do you think uh, for sharing is gonna be inspirational? Um, motivational. Something motivational, yeah. Um, something they wanna feel good sharing in their stories as well, right? Well, yeah, like, to be honest, um, because you, you were also asking me, so many people don't really know what to talk about. And uh, what has been working really, really well for uh, the influencers that I'm working with and for the, uh, for example, the supplements uh, page that I run, is that I normally post three times uh, per week. You shouldn't really need to spend more time than that because the lifespan of a post is 48 hours. So if you post once every 48 hours, that's fine. You don't need to post three times a day. You don't need to post every day if you don't want to. If you want to, that's fine. And you already are getting the engagement that you're looking for. But if not, uh, you can just be looking to uh, post three posts per day. Per this is week. on the feed. Yeah. On the feed. Stories yeah. you can post a bit more frequently. Daily. Yeah. Stories have to be daily because you always want to be on the top of stories, you know, for okay. your followers. Okay, good. And then the last thing I want to ask then, going back to the engagement and the reach out and things like that, what about, we've talked about prospects, what about how would you reach out to potential partners? Like if, you know, for a gym could work with a, a salon or a sports team or, you know, or, or a supplement shop. If there's other businesses or paid Instagram profiles around town, how would you do that kind of strategy what would you do how much time would you dedicate to it and how would that look on, on social media well so of course first of all you have to do that uh, research but once you have done that um, the main thing that I would say is giving them a shout out before you actually contact them or maybe after you contact them it doesn't matter but you want to show um, to show them that you are actually interested in what they are doing at that your possible your clients you know that are in the gym might be uh, their potential clients as well as well or they might be interested in their services so when you give them a, a shout out and then you tag them in your stories they are going to be notified on uh, their DMs mm. and that's a perfect way to always start a conversation it's really powerful them. yeah it's really really powerful yeah because they can't you can't really ignore that you can get a share on Facebook and it just pops up in notifications and it's like oh yeah. someone shared your post and like, oh cool thanks but on Instagram uh -huh. if you share their story yeah it's like they get that in their messages exactly. they can't ignore it mm -hmm. and you feel like a bit of a dick if you don't respond and say at least wow thanks least for that thank you yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly so it's like Instagram shames you into not responding if someone's done that for you yeah and the thing is that don't worry if the first time they, they just say hey thank you for sharing this or something like that keep doing it until you actually get a conversation with them and you actually at least uh, get to talk about the possibility of uh, working together. Yeah, we've done this for, like so many times to get with like um, local radio stations on Instagram uh, or local businesses and 
you get a conversation struck up, you share their story, um, and you, they, they, they start a conversation with you within five minutes, you know, because yeah. it's so um, still very, like, informal, more fun, casual way of connecting. Exactly. Um, whereas on Facebook, if you go and share someone's page post on Facebook, they probably don't even know about it till a week later. Yeah. Uh, you and know? <laughs> your audience really don't care about that like yeah. they will see that you share a page and I would say very few people would actually go and check out uh, that page so overall then you want a strategy for the prospect reach out um, half an hour a day you suggested on on seven or so hashtags mm-hmm. and then you also then want to be doing the same thing for potential partnerships exactly uh, with people have their audience actually yeah for partnerships if uh, of course it, it depends on how many potential partnerships uh, you might have but I would do it as often as you can because you know for the engagement I would normally do it the, the days that I post and um, so again that would be like three days uh, per week then I would normally engage on the stories daily as well and uh, for the partnerships, uh, you can also do that daily. Great, great. Anything else to add on that outreach engagement or uh, is that enough to get on with for now? Yeah, I think uh, if you start applying like those basic steps uh, about engaging, um, again, m- the accounts that I've been running, they have literally triple uh, the, the engagement. So you should start seeing the results. Okay. So thanks to Marta for, for guest helping me with this because um, she's a real world-class pro at this kind of thing. Um, and so um, we'll drop some links above below the podcast where you can find out more about Marta if you'd like. Um, and ultimately, guys, yeah, the big thing, because I know the big objection on people's minds, the same objection that was on my mind when I started learning this stuff was like, oh, I've got to spend half an hour engaging on stuff. And... You know, for me, that was, you know, well, I'm busy, I've got the other things to do. And only later, after I started actually doing it and realized the powerful effect it has, um, I had a bit of a perspective shift then as well of how much we're actually taking social media for granted when it's like Instagram or Facebook. If you just look at every platform as like a party or like a venue in your area where you have the opportunity to walk into a, a free-for-all party filled with hundreds of your ideal prospect where everyone is there to strike up conversations with you of course you would go to that venue for half an hour and start talking to people but because it's online which makes it actually easier and even cheaper to do we somehow neglect that because we don't see the value of it and often that's because we get lazy we we rely too much on paid advertising um, or we think somehow some trainers might think that I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, that's beneath me. I'm beyond that. I shouldn't have to go and engage on other people's posts. Um, and you know, the end of the day, you have to, you have to drop all that mindset and drop that ego and realize this is the greatest opportunity in our history we've ever had where you can actually go and generate dozens upon dozens of one-to-one interactive conversations with your ideal prospects from your mobile phone. The only question is really, are you going to value that and then put 20 minutes a day into it, into literally walking into a herd of your ideal prospects and just actually um, giving them value, chatting to them, engaging with them, 
are you going to take that opportunity or are you just going to waste it and, you know, um, wait for your Facebook ads to do everything and not go out there and engage with people? And that's the real thing. And as, as, as your market, like most, is probably getting more saturated, more competitive. There's more people doing what you're doing. Your Facebook ads don't work as well anymore. When all that's happening, this is going to be the difference maker. And, um, you know, Instagram, for one, is built for this. Instagram is, with all these hashtags and things that Marta shared, Instagram is designed for this. It's designed for you to connect with people and engage with each other. So the more you do it, the more Instagram is going to reward you and you get to take advantage of a platform which I think is still totally undervalued. And as I mentioned on the last episode of this, um, Instagram might start getting a bit of a bad rep globally where you know people say organic reach is coming down and um, influencers are going out of business and all this kind of thing. Um, first, that's a little bit overstated anyway. That's, that's happening because most influencers have no idea how to make good posts or engage organically. That's why. Um, but the other thing to remember is, like I said in the last episode, when you are in a local business, it's a completely different game. If we look on the macro, yes, if you're an influencer and there's 20 million other fitness influencers all competing for the same hashtag six-pack abs, then it becomes a more... Um, dangerous competition but locally you have you have nobody competing with you who's going to do this so in a way instagram for local business is only now starting to actually hit the ground running it might have hit a peak for the global big competitive niches but for local same thing with facebook ads you know people say facebook ads are are terrible now we're not working but locally we get better results than ever because there's just literally zero competition or not much competition doing these things. So don't listen to any things out there that Instagram isn't good anymore or it's past its day. That might be true for ultra competitive broad niches, which it is for all platforms. But locally, I still think I've, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I've not really seen one local gym or fitness professional that I am blown away by their Instagram strategy yet. I don't, I don't, I've never seen it, Not and including our own Instagrams. We've got a lot of work to do as well. So I've not seen anyone locally really crush Instagram to the potential I believe it has. And I believe that, again, as you know, more and more of your local audience, 30 to 50-year-old women and men, are going to start using Instagram more and more and more now. Maybe even in spite of Facebook, right? So I believe the Instagram opportunity is just beginning for us locally. And I think we have at least another two years to really squeeze this out uh, and get phenomenal. And we haven't even talked about Instagram paid adverts yet. Like we're not even having to worry about that because Instagram organic, if you do these things you've learned today, I believe it will be just as powerful for you, if not more, than Facebook organic was seven years ago when you could make one post and get a billion shares. Um, so everyone's talking about TikTok and LinkedIn, all these different things. I think Instagram still hasn't even been scraped. So take advantage of this, go and do it and, um, put the time into it, have the humility to put some time into it, you know, 20 minutes a day and, uh, see what results you start getting. Okay guys. So that's it for the, for today. This is the second part and I uh, hope you enjoyed that. Follow the links to find out more about Marta and how she can help you. And I will see you guys very soon. Leave me your feedback, your comments. And as always, if you get value out of this, screen share you listening, share us on your socials, 
Come and find and tag me on Instagram. I always give out freebies and cool stuff to people that share my podcast. See you guys very soon.